Episode 110. This is Grizzly. Uh, welcome to our little show. Uh, <laughs> so used to doing those weekday shows with all the music already planned out and everything, and I know what, exactly what's going on. But today, I honestly really don't know what's going to happen, but uh, i got a couple of tunes to catch up on from the Idea Cell. I'm uh, Martin Waxman from uh, Palette PR. Uh, mentioned he might be stopping by. I talked to a couple of other people that so might stop by. Well, I might just play music and then sort out sort out my IDSL confusion later on sometime. But uh, plus, there's something I might just read to you. Wouldn't that be fun having me read to you for the rest of the show? Anyway, let's uh, let's see. What was that one thing I used to have here? There, no, that's not it. Oh, I want to play this. I never play this anymore. Hi, this is Grizzly Smith, and you're listening to Grizzly's Growls Live on Blog Talk Radio, recorded live each Sunday at noon Central Time. If you're listening live, you can call in at 646-716-4467. If you're listening to the recorded version, you can still leave a voice comment at our K7 line, 206-350-6909. Thanks. Talk at you later. Wasn't that nice? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm probably going to be lost and confused all day today. It just looks like it might be one of those days. But what have I got going? I've been doing the IDSL things regularly enough now that basically I managed to run myself completely out of space on my usual Libsyn account for my regular podcasts. So I had to start hosting those over, uh, putting the IDSL files over on archive.org, which seems to work fine as far as I can tell. I don't know. I never have to download them because I already heard them, but uh, seems to work. And uh, they were nice enough to shove a few things aside for me and make some more room for me at Libsyn. So I can put shows there, but uh, if I put too many shows there, then all of a sudden I run out of room again. And uh, things that where I actually have something happening, I figure might be important to include those in what I actually have online and for my regular downloads. Because I mean, I get better statistics and whatnot out of Libsyn than I get out of uh, out of just uh, just my feed burner and whatnot. Right, about 200 people or so uh, are listening to my various shows altogether. 
Some listen to one, some listen to others, some listen to both, but altogether it's about 200. So about maybe 160 or 170 of that are people that listen to essentially everything. And there are people that listen to, listen to my blog. I, I have a version of my blog you can get in audio too. I don't know why. I don't really say that much on my blog anymore. should be easier. You'd think it, you know, should, you'd think it'd be a very untime-consuming sort of a process to it, but uh, I don't know. I just keep going. Uh, I just keep going back and doing more podcasting. I guess because I don't have to devote as much. I don't feel as compelled to edit when I'm doing podcasts. I can just sort of ramble on incoherently, and it just sounds like me anyway, so who cares? Um, let me check something here. Like I say, I mentioned I had a couple of IDSL tunes that I didn't manage to keep up on, mainly because I did a couple of the songs from the FOMP, from the Funny Music Project, uh, which, of course, bumped everything else out of line. I can only fit five, five tunes in there with, a, with the uh, level and amount of talking that I do. So I didn't... Um, so each time I put a, 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 a thump tune in the front, I had to knock off one of the regular IDSL tunes in the back. So I've got a couple sitting here that I have not, uh, not actually played yet. Oops, I think I screwed up here. Let's see. Yeah, I closed my chat room. That was real clever of me. <laughs> oh, well. But I was going to play one of those IDSL tunes I have... Uh, See what I can find out about it, though, because I always got to say something about it, and real DJs do that. Let's see. I have this tune. It is called Anti-Drama Club from Ada Karine. I think it's pronounced Ada Karine. Um, Ada Karine, Ada Karine, sort of Latin-A sounding, um, is out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. They list their type of music as drunk rock. Hmm. Five folks from northern Minnesota all moved down to the Twin Cities, started the band Drunk Fins. Now it's been changed to Ada Carine. We play drunk rock, a mix of punk, rock, jazz, everything else, and alcohol. Play all originals, several covers thrown in for fun, recorded a full-length album in uh, January 2001, and are still working on releasing it. Stuff you hear is from our first demo CD called Puppy Chow. From about this time, it was almost two years ago. Uh, when this actually was written, of course, is probably several years ago now. Another, let's see, this is a song of our new album, Feng Shui, not released yet. All about Northern Minnesota. Anti-Drama Club. Well, okay, this ought to be exciting. And Anti-Drama Club from Eta Karine, a.k.a. the Drunk Fins, but never mind that. Hello?
pretty loud um it was punk so it's really hard to tell if it sucked or not quite frankly but uh i suppose for punk music it didn't suck exactly okay well now that one's out of the way anyway <laughs> that's a minute and a half of my life that i'll never get back again meanwhile um we have another one here that i didn't play uh but another it's more punk rock sorry that's nobody in the chat room, so who cares? Um, yeah, uh, a little something from Auntie Anne out of Duluth, Minnesota, my hometown, out on the edge of Lake Superior. Um, Auntie Anne doesn't really say much about the band. Just uh, members include Joe McEnroe, Cat. I don't know why. Uh, all it says about the band is in Herbie We Trust and. Uh, 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 song is called Anti Nothing, and that's all there is. What can I tell you? I think I played the one that they have called 1929 before. So way, way back when I was still playing the ones in the numbers, because it's all in alphabetical order. Numbers come before letters. So here's Anti Nothing from Anti Anne. Let's see what that sounds like. <laughs> Um, Anti-Nothing from Auntie Anne out of Duluth, oddly enough. 
And that's a good way of expressing it. But, um, okay, I just... It wasn't so much that I really felt like I had to play those. It's just that, um, well, I had those on my list of pl songs that I was going to play during the week. And then because I played a couple of uh, Fump tunes, I didn't actually have time. I got a little out of whack on my time business, so I didn't have anything else to play here. Hmm. But I got, I'm going to hold on to the rest of my IDSL stuff because I got a show to do on Monday. And I got everything uploaded for that already. And... <coughs> I got a whole, whole stack of fump tunes. Nobody's bothering to listening, listen anyway, so maybe I'll just play this, play the stuff I feel like playing and see if any of the people that we're planning on calling in actually do. And if they don't, I'll just fool around until I decide to quit and go, I guess. Let's see. No, 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 no. And we're back at another new and exciting uh, Grizzlies Growls Live on Blog Talk Radio. And I'm your host. Yes, I am. Hmm. This one I actually like. Let me all save that. Well, let's see. Should get something to play here. I already played that. This one I don't actually like. But it's a Jonathan Colton song, so I think we're, I'm supposed to like it. So I'm going to play it. It's uh, from Jonathan Colton. It's called Mr. Fancy Pants. I don't really understand what the song is or what it's about, but it's in there and I might as well play it so I can discard it because I don't feel like listening to it anymore. It's called Mr. Fancy Pants. Chances are your pants are not as fancy as the pair of very fancy pants that Mr. Fancy Pants will wear. When everybody's marching in the Fancy Pants Parade, he's gonna pass the test, he's gonna be the best, the best in terms of pants. You look in every catalog, you shop in every store, and even though you have a hundred pants, you want some more. And suddenly you see the greatest pants you've ever seen, even though you know it's gonna cost a lot of dough, you have to have the world's best pants. Say a little prayer for Mr. Fancy Pants. The whole world knows it's only clothes And deep inside he's sad
as fancy as the pants. Chances are your pants are not as fancy as the pants. Chances are your pants. Chances are your pants. Chances are your chances are your chances. Chances 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 are your pants are not as fancy. Chances are your pants are not as chances are your pants are not as Everybody's fancy. Every 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 everybody's pants. Chances everybody everybody's fancy. Everybody's fancy. Chances are your pants are not as fancy. Best in best in best in best every best every chances are your best. Every chances are your best. Every chances are your chances are your best in everybody's pants. Make the big announcement and the trophy goes to you. You thought you had some fancy pants and now you know it's true. You look at Mr. Fancy Pants and hold the trophy high. Everybody cheers while he's blinking back the tears. He doesn't even have the best pants. Say a little prayer for Mr. Fancy Pants. It's all he had, but don't feel bad. He'd do the same to And that was Mr. Fancy Pants from Jonathan Colton, off one of one of his uh, f- songs for the Thump, the Funny Music Project. Uh, does all his good ones on his own, of course. He doesn't have those on the Thump. Well, no, I wouldn't say that's entirely fair. There is first of May, but uh, it isn't. The, it's past the first of May already, so that outdoor stuff started already. Ah, boy. Maybe I'll click on this tweet thing, see if I can inspire any interest. I'm bored. And I'm lonely. Nah. There, I did a tweet, a Twitter thing now, so everybody will know. Nobody will care because it's in the middle of the day on a Sunday, and nobody wants to be sitting here screwing around with a computer in the middle of the day on a Sunday. Just saying. But, hmm. No, I was up too late last night too, so I'm kind of tired. Maybe I just drop, let this one drop. I'll just record it, and I've got 41 minutes left to do, and. I'm going to see something. I've been working on this one idea. What I want to do for, uh, probably for hibernation next, is a book uh, that I came across, which uh, is kind of strange, kind of unusual for this particular purpose, but I kind of like it. Uh, It's by G.K. Chesterton. It is a book of essays of his called Heretics. And uh, Heretics basically seems to work from the assumption that once you had so much free speech, once basically everybody could speak up and say whatever they pleased, that you kind of lost touch with orthodoxy. And once you stopped having orthodoxy, actually heresy got kind of devalued too. Uh, heretics, according to the material in, in the, the, the copy I have from uh, Project Gutenberg, uh, heretics was copyrighted in 1905 by the John Lane Company. Uh, this is, uh, uh, the text I have is derived from the 12th, or 1919 edition, published by the John Lane Company of New York City, printed by the Plimpton Press of Norwood, Massachusetts. Text carefully follows that of the published edition, including the British spelling. Not that you'd know. 
if I'm just reading it to you. Uh, Gilbert Keith Chesterton was born in London, England on 29th of May, 1874. Though he considered himself a mere, as he put it, rollicking journalist, he was actually a prolific and gifted writer in virtually every area of literature. A man of strong opinions, uh, enormously, enormously talented at defending them, his uh, exuberant personality nevertheless allowed him to maintain warm friendships with people such as George Bernard Shaw and H.G. Uh, Wells, with whom he vehemently disagreed, but uh, he was still able to be friends with them, which is something that uh, a lot of the, seems like a lot of the religious folks of today could uh, use a little lesson in, let me tell you. Oh, boy. Now, um... Chesterton had no difficulty standing up for what he believed. He was one of the few journalists to oppose the Boer War. You don't remember the Boer War. Back when I was a boy. Uh, his 1922 eugenics and other evils attacked what was at the time the most progressive of all ideas. The idea that the human race could and should breed a superior version of itself. Uh, in the Nazi experience, history demonstrated the wisdom of his once reactionary views. His poetry runs the gamut from the comic 1908 running on running after one's hat to dark and serious ballads. Uh, during the dark days of 1940, when Britain stood virtually alone against the armed might of Nazi Germany, these lines from his 1911 ballad of the White Horse were often quoted. I tell you not for comfort, yea, not for your desire, save that the sky grows darker yet and the sea rises higher. Though not uh, written for a scholarly audience, his biographies of authors and historical figures like Charles Dickens and St. Francis of Assisi often contain brilliant insights into their subjects. His Father Brown mystery stories, I like those myself rather a lot, written between 1911 and 1936, are still being read and adapted for television, which makes me wonder about part of this because uh, Project Gutenberg is always very careful about what it is and isn't copyrighted at the time that they... Uh, put it on, and uh, recorded for television. I, it seems like it'd be awfully recent if it could mention that. His politics fitted with his deep distrust of concentrated wealth and power of any sort, along with his friend Hilaire Belloc, and his, in books like uh, the 1910 What's Wrong with the World, he advocated a view called distributionism, which... Uh, was best summed up by his expression that every man ought to be allowed to own three acres and a cow. Though not known as a political thinker, his political influence has, has circled the world. Some see in him the father of the Small is Beautiful movement, and a, newspaper, and a newspaper article by him is credited with provoking Gandhi to seek a genuine nationalism for India rather than one that uh, imitated the British. Heretics belongs to yet another area of literature at which uh, Chesterton excelled. A fun-loving and gregarious man, he never was nevertheless troubled in his adolescence by thoughts of suicide. In Christianity, he found the answers to the dilemmas and paradoxes he saw in life. Other books in that same series include his 1908 Orthodoxy, written in response to attacks on this book, Heretics, that is, and his 1925 The Everlasting Man. Orthodoxy is also available as an electronic text, and I have a copy, and I'll probably read that sometime for stories on the hibernation. Uh, Chesterton died in, uh, on the 14th of June, 1936, in Beaconsfield, Buckinghamshire, 
England. During his life, he published 69 books, at least another 10, based on his writings have been published after his death. Many of those books are still in print. Uh, Ignatius Press is systematically publishing his collected writings. So that's the that's a little bit about um, heretics and uh, talks about her- heresy and orthodoxy and what all of that, how all of that interacts with each other. Um, hmm, anybody show up in the chat room? No, nobody, nobody much cares what I'm talking about, so I might as well talk about anything. But there's another thing. I'm thinking about using this for my theme music for uh, heretics. Grizzlies Growls presents Heretics by G.K. Chesterton Read by David Grizzly Smith Wouldn't that sound cool? Uh, Marais Rondo from uh, performed by Divine Winds. Uh, Marais Rondo is old enough that it is not a copyrighted work, uh, music-wise. As far as that performance is concerned, uh, the performance by Divine Winds I was given permission to use with some of my programs by uh, the uh, Divine Winds group. It's a uh, quintet, I think. Wind quint- quintet. And uh, they were nice enough to... So I had actually encountered that somebody had used it on another podcast with their permission. It is not pod-safe music. It is, in fact, music for which I have gotten specific permission to use it with my stuff. So that's what I'm planning for the theme music for um, for Heretics uh, when I get started on that. And I may even read some of that if it looks like it's going to be as boring as it seems to be so far. You know, I actually... Um, Managed digging around. Uh, of course, you know the IDSL thing is all based on music that I have found on GarageBand, and one piece of one one artist that I found on GarageBand originally actually wasn't part of the IDSL. I um, one day I was going fishing, 
and I was going to do a podcast about going fishing and a little bit about how I felt about it and so on. It's an older one. It's one I did way, way back. But uh, I did a search on GarageBand for songs about fish and fishing, and I found one by um, Owen Poteet called Big Fish, Lazy River. And uh, I like that one, and it's kind of set the tone for that particular show. I was a little anxious because I wanted to go get going and so on, and I was pretty excited about it. But uh, but I got the tune. I put that up in my little stack of, of uh, random tunes uh, that I can play on the show, and I just happen to have a copy of Big Fish, Lazy River by Owen Poteet. So let's listen to that, shall we? Propped up three more worms in a styrofoam cup. He says, Daddy, bait my hook. You better bait it up quick. A big one swimming over by that stick, big fish. And lazy river. I waited all week for this day to come. I'm gonna go fishing just me and my son. It's making him older, but it's keeping me young. Ain't that cool? Just going right down to our favorite hole. A zip code reel and a little bitty pole. No place we'd rather go. Than me and my buddy. We're just sitting on the bank with a feet propped up. Two more worms in a styrofoam cup. He says, Daddy, bait my hook. You better bait it up quick. A big one's jumping over by that stick, big fish.
to hold them out. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly. That always works when you say that, doesn't it? I got one. Oh, it got off. What do you mean he got off? Hey, where's your cord? I don't know. Hey, your cord's gone. And that was Big Fish Lazy River from Owen Poteet, uh, actually out of owenpoteet.com. He's his own website now. He's uh, still uh, doing wed- wedding singing, as I recall. And uh, so he, he's got a bun- bunch of other music that uh, I downloaded what I could find off of, uh, off of GarageBand that is still there. He's got a lot more music that is available on his website. At one point, I actually bought, uh, he's got a sort of an online album thing you can do for for fairly cheap, you get the uh, you get the whole album in uh, in audio version, in MP3s, and you can burn it to a CD if you'd like. Uh, he does, of course, have CDs available on Amazon.com and whatnot. But uh, my goodness, we're having a big wind thing going today, so <laughs> I just heard something not get blown over outside. I don't know what it was, but. Uh, a lot of stuff blowing around outside. It's supposed to be like, uh, I don't know, 20-something wind-wise. My goodness, 25 minutes, middle of the day. Ain't nobody around doing nothing. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, Excuse my being a little gassy today. But I suppose I could spend the rest of the day just, just playing a little bit more music and so on. I was looking at possibly reading some of that... Uh, that um, G.K. Chesterton thing, too. I don't know how long that would actually take to record. I'd actually have to read it so I could find out how long it takes to read because I haven't actually read it out loud and timed it and whatnot. But uh, got some interesting things to say there. I think this is just the wrong time of day to be doing a show, you know, because nobody's around on a Sunday in the middle of the damn day. The reason I, originally, reason I originally scheduled it for noon on a Sunday was because noon is the easiest time to catch people from, uh, from noon here is basically like early evening, early, late afternoon, early evening in England and uh, about 10 in the morning on, uh, out on the, on the Pacific coast and so on. So you can get quite a, quite a range of places midday in the middle of the country here and, uh, so it's not too bad of a time. Of course, it's a Sunday, so there's not much else going on. So if you are going to be doing interviews and whatnot, it's usually a pretty good day for it. But uh, no, nobody to interview. There's just me. What can I tell you? Now, there was, um, what was that one? I had it. I, I know I uploaded it. Let's see if I can figure out which one that was. It's not that one, not that one, not that one. I think this was this one, because I know LeVar Thomas just had a new one that uh, was a big deal just recently, except I forget the details now. I didn't did not make a note of it. But uh, hmm, let me do a quick uh, web search here to see if I can figure out what the heck it was that was going on with LeVar. LeVar Thomas. Okay, here's his website. See, because I know he mentioned something big had come up about one of his tunes. And 
blog. Let's see if maybe put some in the blog here. Some unnice things to say about Perez Hilton, who got punched in the face the other day, and perfectly reasonable as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a very pleasant personality either, but uh, come on. There are some folks you just got to say, uh, oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> Well, anyway, I'm not sure if this is the one, but uh, I'm going to play a LeVar Thomas. I haven't actually been playing that much of LeVar Thomas's stuff, but uh, here's something called Things That Used To Be from LeVar Thomas. And we'll listen to that while I try to think of something else to say.
LeVar Thomas, Things That Used To Be. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to... <laughs> doing a little bit of agitating on Twitter, too. Just to see if anybody's out and about doing anything. I see it's Monday in... Uh, Monday in Australia. Pips, uh... Philippa Ballantyne is on Twitter. It being Monday there as compared to Sunday here, so midday... Midday Sunday here. I don't know. Maybe just the middle of the day on a Sunday is a bad time for this kind of a show. I should be doing one in the middle of the night. But... Uh, yeah, I could do a whole music show in the middle of the night now that I think about it. Probably have more of a crowd for that. Actually have people call in and whatnot. Oh boy. Oh, here's an appropriate one. Another Owen Boteed song, Just Another Day. Kind of describes the way the day seems to be going today. Just Another Day from Owen Poteet. Got my car packed up to leave I got nothing hidden up my sleeve This shirt That won't work Changed the number on my telephone Left a message Said I was gone That hurt Yeah, that hurt Just another day in my life This bigger world just spins on by Can't get ahead for getting behind Just another day I went flat on the interstate I lost my job cause he couldn't wait My boss What a jerk I can't take you out on our date I got no money to use as bait Just me This sleeveless shirt Just another day in my life This bigger world just spins on by Can't get ahead for getting behind Just another day sleep between the steering wheel and this seat I can't 
And that was just another day from Owen Poteet. Hmm, uh, apparently, according to Twitter, Billy Mays passed away. I did just heard about that. That's odd. One of those things, if you don't watch everything, you don't hear about anything, I guess. Oh, my goodness. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't have anything else to talk about. I think I just let this one drop, you know. <laughs> I just finish it up and just uh, give up, I guess. Let's see. Play some more music and just let this one just not even do a regular show or record something separate. Let's see. Play some Natalie Brown. We've got a lot of Natalie Brown music. Hmm. Well, this is that one that Natalie uh, said that uh, was representative of the first album, but she didn't. She didn't feel the same about the song anymore. But it was from her first album, which was "Let the Candle Burn," which had some good tunes on it. But this one's called "Locked in the Shadows." So maybe we'll play that one and see what uh, happens there.
And that was Locked in the Shadows from Natalie Brown. Hmm. Still a little... Ah, it's been a rough week. I gather... Uh, I gather Billy Mays died. Uh, another 50-year-old. Another guy my age. Let me look at this. I'm going to pull up the website here and see what they have about him. Hmm. Dies at 50. Seems to be a big year for it. 50 years old. Hmm. Doesn't say, but I'm. I'm getting a little bit worried now. You know, getting a little bit nervous. I figure, what the heck? Everybody's, uh, everybody's dying all of a sudden. Everybody's 50 years old and dying, which is worse because I'm 50 now. I'm gonna kick this up for another, for another 60 minutes, if I can get away with it. Let's see. It says I've got six minutes left, but... Uh, it's been a freaky week. It's been a freaky week. Michael Jackson died. He's three days younger than me, you know. Well, he was. I suppose he always will be now. And Farrah Fawcett died. Uh, Ed McMahon died. Now Billy Mays died. Very strange. Very strange. Almost kind of a spooky week, really. Let's see if I got any appropriate music. I know. This is. Uh, this will give me a chance to see how this time thing is going to work out on changing. Here we are. Check this out. Maybe it is appropriate.
Thank you for listening to Grizzly's Growls, the life and times of a minor local celebrity. If you like the show, tell your friends. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. Leave an email, audio, or video comment on the website at grizzliesgrowls.com. This show was provided under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Talk at you later.